the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. We are delighted to have you with us this afternoon as uh, we are moving through yet uh, another day in the land of COVID-19 and... Uh, the uh, attempted takeover by the revolutionaries of the Marxist and the anarchist uh, uh, groups of America. Good to have you here today reminding you that no matter what is happening, God is sovereign, God is in control. And uh, I can tell you from even personal testimony and experience today, which I won't go into detail, that sometimes you just go through those periods where, well, it's quite frankly a challenge. And... Um, uh, the more things that come at you, the more things that come to you, the more that you feel um, uh, concerned about what's happening in the world today, well, that's all the more that you need to be aware uh, that, um, you know what, things are going to be okay. Can't tell you exactly uh, how things are going to be okay, but, uh, you know, they will. Now, as we are going through today... I want to just remind you that standing firm, standing firm, standing in the gap, and not wavering, that is something that is so very, very important. And oftentimes, uh, the Lord, when we are walking through our life, you know, it isn't that he wants us to go out and figure out how to accomplish these grand things for him. Uh, What he wants us to do is figure out how to be steady, how to be on course, and and how to not get distracted, not get distracted. I want to tell you there's a lot of distractions. I'm almost to the point to tell you that uh, maybe you ought to start reading about what's happening in America rather than watching all the crazy uh, videos that you're seeing on TV. Uh, But at the same time, when you, when you understand that, first of all, whatever trial, you are going through some sort of trial today, probably. If not, 
you'll probably be going through a, a trial in the next day or two. Could be a big trial, could be a small trial. But nonetheless, it is, um, it is one of those things that you want to go through and you want to make sure that you know exactly what God has called you to do. Uh, because that is uh, so very important uh, because outcomes have a lot to do with our activity. And outcomes have a lot to do with the, how we decide how to move in a certain direction. And so um, i got to tell you that as uh, today's unfolding, a couple things I want to talk about in terms of this virus, okay? I want to talk a, a little bit uh, in terms of the vaccine. You know, there's a good chance that we're not going to have uh, the vaccine that you may be thinking about in just the next, you know, 90 days. That's one thing I wanted to um Uh, just sort of provide you with that sort of uh, information because we got all this hype going on and we've got a couple of these uh, pharmaceutical companies that are going into these uh, trials. Now remember that when you hear thousands of people on a trial, half of those people are going to be given a placebo, which means they're not going to be given the... um, uh, the drugs to try and inoculate them. And then half the people are going to get the experimental drug. And so when we talk about these vaccines, understand that, first of all, do you know how many ailments that are out there that don't have a vaccine? Can you think of the common cold? The common cold is COVID. There's no, there's no vaccine for the common cold. And so as we, are, as we are moving forward, I think we ought to be men and women, not only of the book, but I think we need to be practicing patience. And we need to be practicing, I believe, good stewardship. I don't know what your situation is at home, but I know that here, um, you know, both uh, Tony and Zach, they, 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 they have to be very, very careful because this COVID-19, one thing we do know, it is extremely, and I mean extremely, contagious. And uh, yours truly can't afford to uh, be picking up um, uh, any of uh uh, the strange things that uh, certainly are uh, around concerning this. And I believe that if we were to get a vaccine by the end of the year, I think we'd be tremendously blessed with a miracle. I think uh, more, more, than, more cases than not, I think we're still looking at the first quarter of next year. And just take a look at Major League Baseball. The Marlins, several members of their team came down with COVID. They were supposed to go from Miami to Philadelphia. That game has been canceled because they can't put players on the field. Now, if you've got 10 or 12 people that are showing for COVID, And I know the PR people were saying, well, we're just going to have to delay this a couple of days. I don't think you delay it a couple of days. 
The New York Yankee game had to be canceled. And I'm wondering if this whole idea of trying to open up sports, and let me tell you, I'm on the front I'm on the front row of the ones cheering to be able to to be able to, to, be able to watch some sports. But I must tell you, I'm wondering in the wisdom of that, and I'm wondering if we can really safely do that. We're going to find out in the days ahead. Now, you've got the the football season that's coming up. And then you also have, I think, is it today, tonight or tomorrow? Anyway, uh, we got hockey coming back with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now, hockey, as well as the NBA, they're doing this dome thing. And so they're sort of protecting themselves uh, in ways that uh, others, uh, the other two sports are not. And so uh, there's some aspects there that uh, make that pretty compelling um, in what's going on. But um, I just think that um, I've sort of adjusted in the last uh, couple of days. I've been thinking about it. And uh, I've really started to adjust uh, my whole thinking uh, when it comes into how long we're going to be in this routine that we are in today. Now, there's good bad, there's good aspects, there's bad aspects. But the main thing is, we, we must be long-suffering. Long-suffering. Have you ever thought about that? Now, that doesn't mean necessarily... Uh, you know, suffering, suffering badly for a long time. I'm talking about the fact that uh, we've got a little bit of a long haul in front of us and uh, rather hoping for a, uh, a quick end. I think that uh, we need to realize that this is going to come around not in the timing of the scientists, not in the timing of the politicians, No, everything's going to come around in what? God's timing. And so if we can focus on that and realize that every day, first of all, God has a purpose for your life today. And one of the main things that God wants you to do today, I believe, is is to just abide in him. Just abiding in him. And, and I'm going to tell you that, uh, I'll be honest with you, the last couple of days, uh, we've been rocked a little bit with uh, <laughs> uh, multiple car repairs, uh, some medical bills, et cetera, et cetera, all that we didn't see coming. And, um, you know, you just sort of uh, say, oh, this is broke too? Hmm, oh, it is, hmm, so it's more than, uh, you know, just replacing a battery cable, okay? And so um, part of that idea, as I was thinking even today, walking through some of this stuff, is the fact that God just wants me to abide. And the challenges of my day, the challenges of your day, we're not in it alone. Now, you can take control, and you can start uh, going out there and reacting on your own, you know, you, you get a unexpected bill, you know, go out in the backyard, kick the lawn chair, you know, kick the dust, whatever. It's not going to solve anything. Now, we've all done that. I've done that. But it's, it's good that we know that right now in our sufferings, and we are suffering to some degree, we are suffering in the fact that we are restricted from our current lifestyle. 
But remember that we're being taught something right now. All of us are being taught something. And in fact, with what's happened the last few days, it reminded me of Romans 5. Now, in the book of Romans, it was Paul who wrote this letter. And um, in, in verses 3 and 4, we are to rejoice in our sufferings. Now, we talked about this a couple of days ago, rejoice. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm, uh, I was out, uh, you know, just high-fiving because of uh, the challenges the last couple of days. But we are to rejoice in our sufferings and rejoice to know that I can abide in Christ. I can ask the Holy Spirit to recall to my consciousness how I am to re- react in the Lord, in the Spirit, to the things that come my way. So Paul tells us in Romans, rejoice in our sufferings. Are you rejoicing in this time out that we're having right now because of COVID-19? This is a tough one. Are you rejoicing if you're unemployed? That doesn't mean you're happy about it, but that just means that you are abiding and we live one day at a time. You're faithful today. Tomorrow, you'll worry about being faithful tomorrow when tomorrow arrives. But know this, that Paul told us that our suffering right now, if we will embrace it, it is proving to give us a little more like a rubber band, more endurance. You're going to be toughened up a little bit. And he says that endurance produces character. Now, here's the big one. You know what character produces? Hope. That's what we we need right now. We need that hope and that assurance that God is with us. This is not going to last forever. And so I want you to be encouraged this afternoon. This is going to be a little bit more of a long suffering. Ask God what he wants to teach you in enduring the current times. 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. This is Lonnie Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo gave a major speech last week outlining a new approach to dealing with China. For many years, American policymakers have assumed that as China became more prosperous, it would become freer, more open, and a responsible member of the international community. We now know these assumptions were wrong. So what do we do about it? The Trump administration is proposing a more clear-eyed view of China. We must recognize that the Chinese Communist Party is espousing a morally bankrupt ideology. Communism and socialism have never worked and never will. We must, in Pompeo's words, engage and empower the Chinese people. And we must also join with the free nations of the world to push back on the ideology of the Chinese Communist Party. Pompeo suggested a new alliance of democracies. That's exactly the kind of bold action we need to meet this great challenge of our time. I'm Lan He Chen. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program for leaders. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. For more than 20 years... Investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled across the globe in search of patterns of evidence to support some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, Journey to Egypt and Beyond, as Tim interviews some of the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. 
Is there evidence of how and where the host of Israelites could have traveled as recorded in the Bible? Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea miracle, you don't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, the Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code TAMPA for 20% off. You're my Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Good to have you with us this afternoon. We're part of the Salem Media Group. That phone line is open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Have you considered taking my summer challenge to get back to, well, reading a good book, reading good books, having a chance to read some biographies? Well, I got something for you right now that I want you to register for, and this may be the certain thing that will kickstart you to get back into doing some wholesome reading. Look, I'm the first one that's in line. I spend too much time on my phone, too much time on my laptop, too much time on stories. I get all that. But I want to tell you that for all you that are doing the Kindle thing, I get it, and I'm glad you're reading. But I got to tell you, those of you using the pad to read, There's something about holding a book in your hand, sitting in a comfortable chair, nice lighting, and, well, maybe a cup of coffee, cup of tea, maybe a a soft drink, and to be able to to just take in and read. Well, here's a Kickstarter for you. How would you like to go behind the scenes and get into the mind of a high school gunman? That's right, a youngster that was a high school gunman. And I tell you what, for all of what we are concerned about in our world today, about our kids going to school, going back to school, what's going to happen in some of the social issues in some of the schools, I know that is a number one prayer request in my family. But I tell you what, get this book. It's called Once a Shooter, Redemption of of a high school gunman. It's the testimonial of T.J. Stevens. Now, T.J., bad dude, 40 years ago, really was. Took him 40 years to tell his story. And his story is about God's unconditional love. It's about God's unconditional grace. And um, God went to him in a place nobody else could reach. And right now, I'm going to encourage you to start your summer reading program. It's never too late. I've got two autographed copies of Once a Shooter, and I've got three more additional copies. How about putting your name in the hat? Very simple. It's not going to cost you anything. You can go to our website at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. There you can register, 
uh, you can see the yellow um, uh, display ad. Just click on that ad. takes you right into where you need to be. Give us your uh, email address, and uh, you'll be registered for the book. You can also, for those of you sophisticated souls out there, who uh, want to do it on our Facebook page or our Twitter page or our Instagram page, you can, uh, well, you can do that as well. But here's the key. Here's the secret. You can register more than once. Now, no more than once a day, but you can register today, tomorrow, the next day, and the next day. And so add up the number of days to July 31st because this is uh, Salem Books uh, giveaway for the month of July. Well, that's going to increase your chances to win. And I hope this will be a spark for many of you to begin uh, that summer reading program because that's something that is so very important to, to us as uh, I believe that it goes right straight into our soul. Amen? Amen. Well, let's talk a a little bit more about this idea of a a little bit of a long-suffering that's uh, here with us. You know, for some of us, this might be an opportunity if we tend to always get ahead of God. You know, we're always trying to figure things out for ourselves. We're all trying to find a better mousetrap. And the main thing is we're running around in our flesh. We're running around in our flesh. Now, many people have different ways of displaying confidence in the Lord. A lot of that has to do with how you're wired with your personality. But I want to tell you that the whole idea that right now, is it going to help you to worry about if COVID's going to be, if there's going to be a, um, a vaccine by Election Day? Is it going to help you to uh, worry about whether you're going to be able to have the entire family over for your, for your 20th anniversary of hosting the extended family uh, Thanksgiving Day dinner? Maybe, maybe it's even Christmas. Now, what you're doing is you're, you're, you're worrying about some things that you have no control over. None, zip or nada. And it's those things in our life that I think God is teaching us right now. Eliminate the things that are just distractions. And I'm not saying having your family over is a distraction, but worrying about it is. And I know I tend to go quiet. I'm just going to tell you, it might surprise some of you. Anybody who knows me knows that uh, I am much more of a, of a quiet, uh, sort of an inward person um, than my ministry, well, what I do in the area of my ministry. Um, and, and right now, I've just in the last couple of days have come to the realization that I kept thinking, well, I'll just be honest with you. Well, Lord, you know, we, we just got to have this vaccine uh, before the country goes uh, to the election. Everybody needs to know that we're beyond this. And I'm thinking, now, 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 now. Isn't that really a real flesh request of the Lord? And I don't mean I, it doesn't mean I can't ask for it. You can't ask for it. Uh, but the idea is is that you can have conversations about your concerns. You can have your conversations about your concerns about um, what's this going to do to the economy, what's this going to do to the election. And um, 
there's something I haven't mentioned, and uh, it's going to be a major hurdle in this country. And uh, it has to do with the number of people, and some of them, you, maybe one of them listening today, you haven't been able to pay your rent for three months. You haven't been able to pay your mortgage for three months. Maybe car payments, maybe credit cards, all sorts of things. Now, the federal government has imposed an order to where you cannot be evicted right now, even though you're behind on your rent, and foreclosure proceedings cannot go forward if uh, you haven't been paying your mortgage. But, you know, there's going to be a time, and by the way, in the new coronavirus negotiations, I absolutely expect that uh, that moratorium for evictions, that moratorium for mortgage foreclosures, it's going to be extended out again. But there's going to come a day when owners of rental properties, mortgage companies are going to need that income, and it's not going to be forthcoming. So we've got we've got a heavy road ahead of us just in the area of economy not even dealing with the virus itself how do we go forward patience long suffering lord's going to be with me we're going to get through it 877-943-9673 be right back With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Attorney General William Barr has been defending the federal law enforcement response to civil unrest in America during a hearing before the House Judiciary Committee. In his opening statement, Barr said that violent rioters and anarchists have hijacked legitimate protest, ostensibly linked to George Floyd's death. That hearing on Capitol Hill is continuing. Air travel will take even longer than previously thought to return to pre-virus levels. The gloomy prediction from the Air Transport's trade association, the IATA. They're pushing their forecast back by year to 2024. That's when they say travel will make it back to 2019 levels. The Miami Marlins schedule postponed through Sunday after 15 players tested positive for the coronavirus. The Dow is down 126 points. The NASDAQ off 95. This is SRN News. Issues of human suffering and societal injustice play incessantly on every outlet around us. Yet it seems like everywhere you turn, there are more unanswered questions and few honest explanations about why so many of our liberties are under attack. How do we regain order and normalcy? Find clear answers to the most important questions our nation faces when you stream Morality in the 21st Century on Salem Now. This on-demand video discussion with Dennis Prager and distinguished theologian Dr. Wayne Grudem gives you a well-defined understanding about the enemies within our institutions and a vibrant roadmap to protect our God-given liberties. In Morality in the 21st Century, Dennis Prager and Wayne Grudem confront the toughest social issues of today by digging deep into religious and political history and provide a clear direction for a visionary future. Visit SalemNow.com to stream Morality in the 21st Century and type in the code TAMPA for a 20% discount. That's SalemNow.com. 
This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-605-5757. 800-605-5757. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. And also we looked at verse 35, which talks about as long as there's a sun, a moon, stars, that the nation of Israel will never cease from being a nation before God. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. If you got pain, he's a pain taker. If you feel lost, he's a way maker. If you need freedom, save it. He's a prison shaking savior. If you got chains, he's a chain breaker. Yes, sir, he will break those chains, and he'll do it right this very minute. Hey, welcome back. Bill Bunkley with the Bill Bunkley Show. Be encouraged this afternoon in the Lord. He is on the throne, and nothing is happening in your personal life or in our corporate life that is not part of his permissive will. Amen? Amen. And let me ask you a question. Have you ever been homeless? I mean, have you ever been without a home? Not talking about when you were young and, you know, it was time to get out of mom and dad's house. You went to college and things didn't work out and you were kind of, you know, in limbo trying to learn some of those aspects of life. But have you ever been homeless? Have you ever had to to sleep in a structure, maybe made out of cardboard? And then maybe some scrap tin that you got out of uh, the local junkyard and, and you got a little tin roof and maybe a dirt floor. Have you ever legitimately gone to bed hungry? Have you, have you gone for two days? Not talking about fasting, biblical fasting. Have you ever been without food for two or three days? And the big last question is, have you ever been a mom or dad and, and had, didn't really have much of a house, but you had to feed your kids? 
Have you ever watched your flesh and blood starving? I mean starving. Right now, in many places around the globe, that's exactly what's happening. And I want you to know that Jesus loves each and every one of those individuals going through this very tough time because of COVID-19. Now, their experience with COVID-19 is different than our experience here in West Central Florida. Because they were very poor and needy in many parts of the world where food for the poor is on the front lines. Food for the poor did not close up shop and move back to South Florida, their headquarters. Food for the poor said, you know what, this is too hard. Uh, The need is too great. We're going to pack up our tent and go home. No. Food for the poor is doubling their efforts. And what a job they have to do. Because right now, in areas where food for the poor is offering basic survival, survival food to children and families, they need, they, they need your help more than ever, ever before. It's a drastic situation. But I want to tell you that right now, say it's Guatemala, because I'm just mentioning that. We can also talk about Haiti. But we're talking about areas around the Caribbean, South America, where we've been doing ministry and we've partnered with Food for the Poor for a long time. But this year's different. This year's campaign is to feed a child in absolute crisis. Because a lot of the folks, well, they're day laborers. And guess what? Construction is shut down. They can't make any money for their family that way. Farms are closed. Because of COVID-19. Markets, well, a lot of the markets have been shut down because of fear they're going to be spreading this. And I got to tell you that the pandemic and the access to food has been cut off. But, you know, you can make a difference. Right now, I'm going to give you a phone number. I'll also give you a number that you can um, um, use for your cell phone. Do you realize that for a one-time tax-deductible gift of $185, you can feed five starving, suffering children? Because food for the poor is is right there in those areas, and they are servicing the the worst of the worst in terms of their personal situation. Think about that. Can you imagine what it costs to feed five children for six months. Could you do that for $185 anywhere else? This is going to be six months of emergency food relief for five kids who could very well starve to death. Could very well be a casualty of COVID-19, but not by the virus itself. That number to call right now is 855-353-4673. That number is toll-free, 855-353-4673. I want to tell you that a one-time gift of $37 is going to provide emergency food relief for a single child for six months. Now, you can also do this on your, on your smartphone. Just dial pound 250 and say give. 
pound 250 if you're in the car right now driving around just do pound 250 and when prompted just say the word give and in a couple of minutes we'll put you uh, in with uh, uh, one of our counselors they'll take care of your your uh, not a counselor but one of our uh, processors for your gift and uh, we'll be able to to count you in for those that are standing with Bill Bunkley standing with Bill Carl standing with WTVN most of all, standing through food for the poor for somebody who is in dire straits, much, much dire straits than we are right here. Again, that toll-free number is 855-353-4673. A chance for you to do some very important ministry from the comfort of your home, your car, wherever you're at. 855-353-4673 or very simple. Dial pound 250 send, and when you hear the prompt, just say give, and you'll be talking to uh, our folks at Food for the Poor. What a tremendous opportunity uh, for that divine appointment. I always love these opportunities because we, first of all, we we pray, and uh, the Lord really gives us a green light on those organizations that we partner with. Food for the Poor is one of the preeminent leading uh, hands, the heart, the feet of God around the globe, and we are excited to be with him. Well, let's talk a little bit about what 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 what's what the 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 disease that's encompassing the country, and it's not COVID nineteen. We're talking about the pandemic of socialism, the pandemic of socialism. And I want to tell you, it's a pandemic indeed. And uh, there's uh, someone that I want to introduce you to from Bulgaria. Knows a little bit about socialism. And you must understand, this is a staggering figure. More than half of our young Americans would prefer us Transitioning into a socialist economy, more than half of our young Americans want us to move into a socialist government. Are you ready for this? One-third of our American youngsters, young people, a third would even opt for us to leave capitalism even lead socialism, and they're open to this country going communist. That is stunning. That right there is is a call for my prayer warriors that are listening today. You need to put that on your list. Our young people have been deceived. The idea is that, hey, you owe me free college. You owe me a free tuition. I don't care about the freedoms going away. I, I want you to just pay, my, pay for my car, pay for my, pay for my education. I want you to pay me well, just like I've been paid $600 a week for the last several weeks. I want this $600 of unemployment or just free money, I want it to come in. I'm not, and I'm not begrudging anybody who's gotten it and needs it, but the idea is not to pay people more than what they were making because people won't go back to work. 
And if you're a Christian, I want you to think about that moving forward, if that has been your thought. If that's been your thought, I want you to consider what maybe Christ would have to say about that. Now, Georgian Banoff is a worship leader. He's been with some Christian rock bands all across the globe. Some say he's been a rocker for God. But he's also a classical violinist. He is rejoicing in the freedom he has found in Christ, just like I hope the freedom that you have. But he very much is mourns for those, the faces that he sees, that for decades in his childhood home of Bulgaria, and what it was like to be trapped behind the Iron Curtain. Banoff was recalling of what he saw the communists when they took power. They immediately went out, he said, to kill every capitalist. Why? Because according to Karl Marx, ooh, Karl Marx, Marxism, Did you get the connection here? Because he says, according to Karl Marx, capitalism is the main evil. Capitalism is the main evil. He said they make them dig a ditch, they throw them in a ditch, they put oil on them and use a match. That's as far as I'm going to go. For being a capitalist. Also for being a Christian. Benoff talks about his grandmom. With her own eyes, she watched mass murders and told him she could never forget the smell of the burning flesh. Now this is this is rough, tough stuff, but we need to understand what we are dealing with here. The the spiritual war in the heavenlies. And the evil that has now come up and is now parading down Main Street in some of our main cities. He says, make no mistake, socialism and communism are very much linked. And when you look at the communist USSR, the Union of Soviet socialist republics he's warning you and I that that is a system that that is a that is a government where the system controls everything and by the way if you are a person that's independent socialism or communism will crush any individual thinking or any individual incentive More of our warning from this accomplished Bulgarian violinist. And the phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Prayer, warrior, prayer, prayer, prayer. This is what I'm briefing you for. I'll be right back. So when I hear that devil start talking to me, saying, who do you think you are? I say, I'm just a nobody. We're trying to tell you. 
conservative Amanda Mackey earned the American dream. Mackey escaped a brutal regime that persecuted Christians. She worked her way through college and served in the Pentagon after 9-11. In Congress, Amanda Mackey will stand with President Trump to support our brave police officers, secure the border, and enforce the rule of law. Mackey will protect Florida families from crushing tax increases and eliminate job-killing regulations to rebuild our economy and get Floridians back to work. With Charlie Crist and Nancy Pelosi exploiting the coronavirus to advance socialism, Florida needs to send a conservative fighter to Congress. Here's Amanda Mackey. Charlie Crist and Nancy Pelosi want to turn America into a socialist country. Together, we can stop them. Conservative Amanda Mackey has lived the American dream, and now she's ready to defend it as our voice in Congress. I'm Amanda Mackey, and I approve this message. Paid for by Amanda Mackey for Congress. Hi, folks. Captain Matt here. I want to tell you about Balance of Nature and what it's done for me. I've taken Balance of Nature before and just started it up again about a month ago. I'd previously had good luck with the product, but this time something different has happened. When I went to my doctor recently, my blood pressure was the lowest it's been in six months, and I've lost 16 pounds. The doctor asked me, have you done anything different? I said, yes, I've been taking Balance of Nature, and it's really making me feel a lot better. I've got more pep in my step. Don't find myself snacking on candy bars and chips anymore either. Maybe you, too, can get the same results, but you won't know until you try Balance of Nature. So to order online, go to balanceofnature.com and mention the product code RESULT and save 35% on your order. Or give them a call, 800-246-8751, and talk to a health coach who can answer all your questions. Again, that number is 800-246-8751, and mention the product code RESULT to save 35% on your order. That's balanceofnature.com. Cornerstone is an essential service working to meet the needs of homeowners during this difficult time by following all CDC guidelines and taking extra protective steps on site. When you call Cornerstone Pros to service your AC, plumbing, electrical, or generator, rest assured that with Cornerstone, trust is a must. Learn more at cornerstonepros.com. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Contact Salem Surround. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers weekdays at 1 p.m. Don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. No, it's right there in the world. And I say to you that you are now Peter. You are Peter the Rock. And then the verse 19, I will give you the keys. Now here's keep on. Authority. The keys mean authority. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. 
And a beautiful name it is. Bill Bunkley here back with the Bill Bunkley Show. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Hey, by the way, have you got your name in for the 2500 bucks right here on WTBN? That's right. Now, little stipulations here. It is a back-to-school sweepstakes. What would you do if you won $2,500 to get that, uh, well, the new laptop, some of the other things that you'd like to maybe do that you would never, ever have a chance to do in any other way? Well, we've got a contest, a sweepstakes, for you to win $2,500. And, oh, by the way, if you win, (laughs) you're also going to be talking to the officials at your school because they're going to be eligible for an additional $2,500. Hey, go right now to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Don't miss this opportunity. You'll see uh, the green box that says Back to School Sweepstakes, and that's because uh, someone's going to be winning not just 2500 but 5000 And so um, you want to go right to our website right now to see the terms and conditions and uh, read all the details because since it does uh, involve a, a school, another party, you need to kind of follow all of that. But go right now to letstalkfaith.com, hit on that back-to-school sweepstakes, and, hey, put your email address in. And just like all the other contests, that uh, if you want to register on our social pages, social media pages of Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, that's fine. Remember, all this contest, the book contest, Hey, make it a point to come back to our website once a day. Register, 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 register. Put your name in all of these situations and uh, increases your chance to win. Programming note coming up in a moment. You may or may not know that when we get into our second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, it has been quite a back and forth on Capitol Hill. And we're talking about the House Judiciary Committee. And the Honorable William P. Barr, our Attorney General, has been testifying, has been going back and forth, and uh, those questions and answers are still forthcoming. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, he's done a great job so far, and uh, he is uh, standing in uh, hurricane force winds from those on the left. And during the second hour, we're going to let you hear from many of the players uh, of the last few hours, and you'll get a, a little bit of a flavor of what's happening as the Attorney General is uh, standing in the gap for a lot of the principles that you and I believe are part of our Constitution. Now, let me let me talk a little bit to round out this hour about Karl Marx. And this is the part I wanted to get to, but i got to be quick. Do you know that Karl Marx despised God? Now, when you see all these mobsters, these protesters that are out, the violent ones, the Marxists, you can better believe they have read a great deal about the philosophies of Karl Marx. Karl Marx despised God. If you're wondering why they've been indoctrinated to despise God, well, they've been indoctrinated by those who are followers of Karl Marx, who are members of Marxism. Manoff, who we've been talking about, the violinist from Bulgaria, giving his testimony, he said, Marx said, this is what Karl Marx said, God, quote, God, I hate you, and I'll hurt you by destroying the people you create for your glory. So the whole system is actually antichrist. It's an antichrist system, Marxism. 
they become God. Praise us. Glory to the communists. Marxism is also a religion. He said that in Bulgaria, they clamped down on Christians with an iron fist, demanding their membership roles, dictating what could be preached, and they confiscated their Bibles. The communists couldn't stand that these Christians believed in what they believed in and that they submitted to a power higher than the state. Manoff says it is the only enemy that they cannot fight. That, speaking of the communists. So they really pushed Christians to break them down, to make them submit. And if those Christian Bulgarians didn't submit, you're out. Every Bible press in Bulgaria was destroyed. And they especially targeted spirit-filled believers. They were the most persecuted because they had power. The Holy Spirit did the power of, of those. And so they were the most persecuted because they were the most unsubmissive. They didn't give their membership. They, didn't meet, they met in secret underground. But I tell you what, it's just like ancient Rome, he says. Christianity, they want to wipe out. So don't fall for the kinder, gentler socialism. That is a fool's game. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. I hope you'll make this a point of prayer. And I want to thank Paul Strand for his excellent reporting on this with CBN News. I'm Bill Bunkley. Take a quick break. Don't go away. Be right back. seen that moment in movie credits that says no animals were harmed in the making of this film. As a film director, I rely on the eight decades of experience American Humane brings to safeguarding animals on set. They consult on scripts, advise on locations, training, veterinary care, and so much more. As a director, nothing is more important than making sure everyone is safe, and that includes the animals on set as well. And thanks to the passionate people of American Humane, we can For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled the globe for evidence of some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, journey to Egypt and beyond as Tim interviews the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. The results are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, the Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code TAMPA for 20% off. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Attorney General William Barr has been testifying before the House Judiciary Committee. He has defended the federal law enforcement response to civil unrest in America. The panel's ranking member, Ohio Representative Jim Jordan, says... There's no need for Barr to defend anything. I want to thank you for defending law enforcement, for pointing out what a crazy idea this defund the police policy, whatever you want to call it is, and standing up for the rule of law. Barr said that violent rioters and anarchists have hijacked legitimate protests, ostensibly linked to George Floyd's death. 
Also at SRNNews.com, a Republican plan to reduce unemployment payments for COVID-19, sparking a war of words on Capitol Hill. Bob Agnew reports. Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says it's all about basic fairness. We should not be taxing somebody who's been stocking shelves for months so the government can pay her neighbor more than she makes to sit at home. Minority Leader Charles Schumer used a headline from a left-leaning New York newspaper to make his point. Cover of the New York Daily News sums it up. Let him eat cake. The Heals Act would spend about $1 trillion on pandemic relief focused on creating jobs, getting children back in school, and shoring up health care. Bob Agnew reporting. At a news conference, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says the COVID-19 numbers are stabilizing. Testing increase, you saw positives increase, more admissions. Now, fortunately, you know, we've uh, we've stabilized on that and we have seen declines. Uh, we want to continue to see those trends. But the state of Florida recording a new daily high of 191 COVID-19 deaths. U.S. home prices grew more slowly in May. The S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller 20-City Home Price Index rose 3.7% in May from a year earlier. On Wall Street, ahead of the closing bell, the Dow is down 205 points. This is SRN News. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771 or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available or your money back. Students at a U.S. school take on anti-Semitism. Florida State's Student Senate has approved a resolution that, quote, holds all members of the Student Government Association accountable to being educated on Jewish culture and anti-Semitism through communication with the Jewish community on campus. The resolution also calls for FSU to adopt the definition of anti-Semitism laid out by the International Holocaust Remembrance Alliance, something many countries are now doing. Michael Harrington, SRN News. A Texas appeals court has ruled that a hospital must keep a 17-month-old girl on life support, pending a trial addressing the merits of the law that doctors invoke to withdraw life-sustaining treatment. The case has been making its way through the court since last year when Cook Children's Medical Center planned to remove Tinsley Lewis from life support. After invoking Texas' so-called 10-day rule, the law can be employed when a family disagrees with doctors. This There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. I'm Sally Harris for the District 7 Countywide Seat, Hillsborough County School Board. During my last term, I balanced the budget and saved the district $1.2 million in energy costs. I stood strong for Title VI and military families. Now we have some unfinished business. 
Let's keep our kids safe by teaching coping skills. Let's back educators when it comes to student discipline and provide fair pay and lower cost benefits. Vote for me, Sally Harris, Hillsborough County School Board. I'm Sally Harris, and I approve of this ad. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. We're back, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. Our phone lines are open for you at 877-943-9673. want to welcome in those of you on our answer stations this afternoon. Some of you have been watching very closely what's been happening on Capitol Hill in the House Judiciary Committee, the kingdom of one Jerry Nadler, Democrat from New York. Our Attorney General Bill Barr has uh, gone into what uh, some would describe as the lion's den, even though it's not just uh, those on the left that are on the the uh, august uh, uh, you know risers there. It's uh, both Democrats, Republicans, and if there's any independents on that particular committee. Uh, and uh, so today was the day to put uh, Mr. Barr in their sights. And so... Um, uh, for the first half hour, we're going to be dedicating ourselves to some of the sounds of that uh, committee, uh, some of the sounds uh, with that. Uh, but we're also going to be discussing something that's going to be coming part of your life, and that is tele- telemedicine. We're going to talk about how to prepare for a telehealth visit, a telehealth visit. And uh, we're going to have with us a, a doctor of internal medicine, physician with WellMed uh, here in Lakeland, Dr. Hura Priyath Palifrida. And I probably have not done well with that name, uh, but I'm challenged with names. Uh, and so um, I'll let her uh, introduce herself because uh, I want to give honor to whom honor is due. But she's going to be telling us all about telemedicine as we get to the bottom of the hour. And so... Uh, you don't want to miss that. I've already been involved with telemedicine sessions uh, with my uh, medical team at the Moffitt Cancer Center. And uh, so looking forward to uh, having her help some of you who have never been through that experience. Well, today we have uh, the Attorney General is uh, appearing before the House of Representatives. And I'm going to take some uh Selected sound bites to let you hear. I know you're busy. You're busy at home. You're busy at work. You're, you're busy with things during the day. Probably didn't get a chance to hear this. You may be in your car. So some of this may uh, may make you feel a little upset. Some you might be, you know, fist pumping, depending on who's saying what to who. But let's go ahead and get this thing uh, underway this afternoon with uh, our first bite of the afternoon. And uh, this was uh, Representative Nadler, again, at the um, House Judiciary Committee uh, there in uh, the House of Representatives. And um, he accused the Attorney General of abating, abating and abetting the worst failings 
of President Trump. Sound a little political? That's all of what this is about. Let's listen in to Mr. Nadler, Democrat from New York. These two objectives are more at risk than at any time in modern history. Your tenure has been marked by a persistent war against the department's professional corps in an apparent attempt to secure favors for the president. Others have lost sight of the importance of civil rights laws. But now we see the full force of the federal government brought to bear against citizens demonstrating for the advancement of their own civil rights. There is no precedent for the Department of Justice to actively seek out conflict with American citizens under such flimsy pretext or for such petty purposes. 150 years later, we are again at a pivotal moment in our nation's history, Mr. Barr. We are confronted with a global pandemic that has killed 150,000 Americans and infected more than 16 million worldwide. We are coming to grips with a civil rights struggle long swept under the rug, if not outright ignored by our government. We are as a nation witnessing the federal government turn violently on its own people. And although responsibility for the government's failure to protect the health, safety, and constitutional rights of the American people belongs squarely to President Trump, he could not have done this alone. He needed help. And after he finished utterly humiliating his first attorney general, he found you. In your time at the department, you have aided and abetted the worst failings of the president. Let us recount just some of the decisions that, has left the, that have left us deeply concerned about the Department of Justice. First, under your leadership, the department has endangered Americans and violated their constitutional rights by flooding federal law enforcement into the streets of American cities against the wishes of the state and local leaders of those cities to forcefully and unconstitutionally suppress dissent. Think about this. First of all, think about Mr. Nadler, who had the impeachment committee talking about leadership, talking about flimsy evidence. And oh, by the way, Talking about the AG and the FBI, do you remember somebody by the name of Comey? Do you remember the Russian hoax that we still have? Some people are going to still be indicted over that. You listen to this, and if you if you don't know what's going on, it sounds pretty bad. But when you take it on balance of the accuracy of history just for the last uh, year, year and a half, but going all the way back, I guess, to to the trying to see that the FBI was involved, trying to see that President Trump never became president. This, this takes a lot of nerve. Now, Jim Jordan, a Republican, very articulate, had his moment with uh, Attorney General Barr. He talked about spying. What about the Democrats spying on President Trump? And he gives another version as to why Mr. Nadler and the Democrats on the committee, what they're really about in this hearing. Mr. Jordan, for his opening statement. Spying. That one word. That's why they're after you, Mr. Attorney General. 
15 months ago, April 10th, 2019, in a Senate hearing, you said this sentence, quote, I think spying on a political campaign is a big deal. Spying on a political campaign is a big deal. It sure is. And since that day, since that day, when you had the courage to state the truth, they attacked you. They've been attacking you every since, every day, every week, for simply stating the truth that the Obama-Biden administration spied on the Trump campaign. One year ago, New York Times headline said this. One year ago, quote, FBI sent investigator posing as assistant to meet with Trump aide in 2016. The FBI sent a young lady who used the name Azra Turk to meet Papadopoulos in September of 2016. They sent someone pretending to be someone else to meet a person associated with the Trump campaign. You know what they call that? You know what they call that? Spying. One month later, October 2016, they used the dossier to spy on Carter Page. The salacious, unverified dossier, Jim Comey's words, not mine. They took it to the FISA court, didn't tell the courts that the Clintons paid for it, didn't tell the court that the guy who wrote the document, Christopher Steele, had already communicated to the Justice Department that he was, quote, desperate to stop Trump from getting elected. And guess what? There were 15 more lies that they told the court. 17 in total. They're outlined by the inspector general, each and every one of them in his 400-page report. But guess what? Chairman Nadler refuses to allow Mr. Horowitz to come here and testify and answer our questions about the 17 lies the Obama-Biden administration told to the secret court. The Obama-Biden DOJ opened the investigation in July. They used a secret agent lady to spy on Papadopoulos in August. They lied to the FISA court in September, and they did all this without any basis for launching the investigation to begin with. How do we know that? How do we know there was no basis? They told us. Now, they didn't want to tell us, but thanks to Rick Grinnell, who released the transcripts of their testimony, we now know there was no basis for them to start the investigation in the first place. And that is Jim Jordan. And if you're just joining us, you are listening to uh, some selected sound bites from a hearing in Washington, D.C. today uh, with the Attorney General Bill Barr, with um, um, the Judiciary Committee there in the House. And I think it's so very important for us to hear directly from, well, let's call them the players this afternoon, because this is very, very important. Now, I can't play this afternoon Attorney General Barr's opening statement. It's about uh, eight minutes in length. and But um, I want to tell you that um, the Attorney General made a case for how black lives are threatened in America. And uh, Yehudi, how much, uh, this is a kind of a long cut, how much time do we have for the break? Okay, going to have to bypass that one because uh, we don't have uh, enough time. Now, uh, the outrage goes on. How about listening to Representative Zoe Lochran? He says that all Trump wants to do, that he wants to win the election by sending in troops to American cities, get a load of this one. Uh, Ms. Lofgren. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Attorney General, it's obvious uh, what is happening here uh, from the video played during the ranking members' remarks. It's clear that the president's playbook is to divert attention from his catastrophic failure in dealing with the COVID-19 situation. 
In Canada, our neighbor to the north, in Europe, the virus has been reduced to such a level that people can safely go out and not worry about being infected. But here in the United States, millions of Americans have been infected. Tens of thousands are dying. And the president needs to divert from that failure. And what is the playbook? The playbook is to create the impression that there is violence, that he must send in federal troops, and that the American people should be afraid of other Americans and trust the president because he's going to send in all troops to American cities. And that's how he hopes to win the election. You know, it's one thing to fight crime with joint task forces. That involves the cooperation of state and local officials. But the governor of Oregon and the mayor of Portland has asked that the federal troops leave because the reaction has actually been in reverse proportion. People are showing up because the troops are there. And I'd like to say that so many of them, I would say most of them, are nonviolent. We've all heard about the wall of moms, the wall of moms who show up to make sure that people are safe. And here's what they say. They say they've been tear gassed night after night, left vomiting, that they've been shot at with beanbags, pepper spray. So this brutality has created even more demonstrators. Wow. Well, I saw some of the video of some of those moms, and some of those moms had a little two, three, four-year-old kids carrying signs with curse words that shouldn't be ever repeated in any home, in my opinion, much less having your toddler carry them. Yep, the president's going to do just that. Every city in America is going to call on the troops to win the election. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and has been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Ronald Reagan and perhaps all of U.S. history. In For God and Country, Reed pushes back against left-wing evangelicals trying to shame Christians into turning against Trump, revealing how liberals hope to reverse President Trump's pro-religious freedom policies, why President Trump is the most pro-Israel president in history, and why that should matter to all Christians in America. With first-hand personal and professional anecdotes from Dr. Reed's decades of work with President Trump, Forgotten Country is required reading in this election year, and for every conservative Christian. Forgotten Country, The Christian Case for Trump, the new book by Dr. Ralph Reed, published by Regnery, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Contact Salem Surround. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. 
weekday mornings at 6. Join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. See the holiness of God. Look at the holiness of God. You look at the holiness of God and the purity of Jesus Christ, the purity of God the Father, God the Spirit, and you will hate your sin. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff, weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Back, Bill Bunkley here. Bill Bunkley Show, part of the Salem Media Group. Got a couple of more sound bites to share with you from this morning's hearing, and I think it'll kind of put everything in context what this hearing is all about. But I, I tell you what I've been doing, and I do this from time to time. But since we're on live, oh, while I am leading out in our discussion this afternoon, I'm also keeping one eye on a press conference with uh, Joe Biden. That's right, breaking news. He is doing a live press conference from Wilmington, Delaware. And one of the things I like to do is sometimes turn the sound down. Of course, I I can't do two things at one time. So when I turn the sound down, I like to watch the body language. I like to watch the eyes. I like to watch moving through subject to subject. Seen a couple of interesting things. I won't go to it now, so I'm going to wait where I can get the transcript or learn what the issues Mr. Biden was discussing this afternoon. But a uh, couple of interesting uh, moments in his uh, in his body language. Well, he's wrapping it up. He wasn't doing that. That wasn't too long. Anyway, he's wrapped that up. Um quote from from the press conference we need to follow science and get a vaccine Hmm. pretty profound eh? and he's going to name his running mate the first week of august so let's get back to uh the subject at hand and that is another nasty hearing in washington Another hearing dominated because the Democrat Party is the majority party in the House. Certainly any kind of, not any kind of fairness or decorum except the fact they're going back and forth in questioning. But um, let's hear from your favorite chairman of the House Judiciary Committee. Mr. Nadler is back, Democrat New York. And uh, he's letting General Barr have it again, but guess what? I'll have Mr. Barl's, Barr's rebuttal immediately following. Let's listen in. Okay. It shouldn't be a surprise that, that the topic of the election. I didn't say I was surprised. I just asked if he'd done that. So as part of those conversations with the president uh, or his people about the reelection campaign, have you ever discussed current or future deployment of federal law enforcement? 
In connection with what? In connection with what you just said, in connection with the with your discussions with the president or with other people around him of his reelection campaign, have you discussed the current or future deployment of federal law enforcement? Well, as I said, I'm not going to get into my discussions with the president, but I've made it clear that I would like to pick the cities based on law enforcement need and based on neutral criteria. So, but you, you can't tell me whether you discussed. No, I'm not going to discuss what I discussed with the president. Can you commit today? that the department will not use federal law enforcement as a prop in the president's re-election campaign? We are not I, I just want to close with this thought. You really can't hide behind legal fictions this time, Mr. Barr. It's all out in the Notice how he's not allowed to answer the question. see what you are doing for themselves. The president wants footage for his campaign ads, and you appear to be serving it up to him as ordered. In most of these cities, <laughs> the protests had begun to wind down before you marched in and confronted the protesters. Oh, my word. And the protesters hmm. aren't mobs. They are mothers and veterans and mayors. <laughs> in this moment, real leadership would entail de-escalation, collaboration, and looking for ways to peaceably resolve our differences. Instead, you use pepper spray and truncheons on American citizens. You did it here in Washington. You did it at Lafayette Square. You expanded to Portland. And now you are projecting fear and violence nationwide in pursuit of obvious political objectives. Shame on you, Mr. Barr. Can I just say, Mr. Shame on you. Can I just My say, time has expired. You get what's happening, don't you? You understand that uh, Nadler's reading off a script, don't you? You understand there's certain passages that uh, need to be put in the can for the media. You understand that, don't you? This is a sham deal, just like we saw during the impeachment hearings. Well, I'm going to give you a moment or two to hear from Mr. Barr because uh, those on the left wanted to speak for him. And when he wanted to speak out, they answered the questions for him. But let's hear from the uh, attorney general asking a question, simple question. When is it okay to burn down a federal courthouse? Is that fair? Can you use pepper spray, pepper, pepper, pepper spray to sort of, Keep that from happening. Let's listen in. I now recognize uh, Mr. Chabot. Mr. Attorney General, would it be accurate to say that it's this administration's responsibility, and of course you're part of the administration, to see that federal laws are upheld and that the federal property uh, is secure and safe and protected? Is that correct? <clears throat> That's right, Congressman. There are sort of distinct missions. One mission is to enforce federal law. And by the way, the federal government is the sovereign of the United States. We have two sovereigns here uh, in the United States, and we enforce the federal law all over the country. Every square foot of the country, we enforce federal law. The other is protecting federal property, and specifically U.S. courthouses, which are the heart of federal property in all 93 jurisdictions in the United States. And we have the obligation to protect to protect federal courts, and the U.S. Marshals specifically have been given that obligation. Federal courts are under attack. Since when is it okay to try to burn down a federal court? If someone went down the street to the Prettyman Court here, that beautiful courthouse we have right at the bottom of the hill, and started breaking windows and firing industrial-grade fireworks in to start a fire, throw kerosene balloons in, and, and start fires in the court, is that okay? Is that okay now? 
No, the U.S. Marshals have a duty to stop that and defend the courthouse, and that's what we are doing in Portland. We are at the courthouse defending the courthouse. We're not out looking for trouble. You know, there's sort of a dual definition here. At least this is my opinion. Uh, It is sanity versus insanity. Sanity versus insanity. And it's just absolutely amazing what we hear today in the national discussion, the national dialogue. Anybody who has seen any of the footage, Portland, Seattle, Aurora, L.A., Chicago, New York, you name it. These are not moms coming out peacefully advocating for their young children. Don't believe me? View for yourself. Coming up next, telemedicine is going to be a part of your life. How does it work? How do you do this? We'll talk about that next in the Bill Bunkley Show. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The differences in Washington over the next coronavirus aid package are vast. Democrats proposing $3 trillion in relief. Republicans have a $1 trillion counteroffer. Attorney General William Barr on Capitol Hill testifying before the House Judiciary Committee earlier. He is defending the federal law enforcement response to civil unrest in America. Barr told the members of the committee at a much-anticipated hearing that the violence taking place in Portland, Oregon, and other cities is disconnected from George Floyd's killing. Major League Baseball temporarily suspended the Miami Marlins season through Sunday because of their worsening coronavirus outbreak. A late slump left stocks broadly lower on Wall Street. The Dow fell 205 points today. The Nasdaq was off 134. This is SRN News. This is Lon He Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo gave a major speech last week outlining a new approach to dealing with China. For many years, American policymakers have assumed that as China became more prosperous, it would become freer, more open, and a responsible member of the international community. We now know these assumptions were wrong. So what do we do about it? The Trump administration is proposing a more clear-eyed view of China. We must recognize that the Chinese Communist Party is espousing a morally bankrupt ideology. Communism and socialism have never worked and never will. We must, in Pompeo's words, engage and empower the Chinese people. And we must also join with the free nations of the world to push back on the ideology of the Chinese Communist Party. Pompeo suggested a new alliance of democracies. That's exactly the kind of bold action we need to meet this great challenge of our time. I'm Lon He Chen. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program for leaders. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Work. School. Grocery shopping. Doctor's appointments the gym, to the airport to pick up loved ones, to the kids' soccer games, piano lessons, out for movie night, to hear your favorite band in the city, over to grandma and grandpa's house, 
and on last year's amazing road trip. Your vehicle takes you so many places. Protect it. When you leave your vehicle, remember to always take your keys or key fob with you and lock the doors. If you suspect auto theft, contact the National Insurance Crime Bureau at 1-800-TELL-NICB. That's 1-800-TEL-NICB or visit our website at www.nicb.org. A public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. Weekdays at 9 a.m., be encouraged by The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. The old principle we were taught in Henry Blackaby's experiencing God. Look for where God's at work. Just get in on it. Get involved. Join him in his work. Are you doing that in your life? The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. Welcome back. I'm Bill Bunkley. And as you know, in this uh, COVID world that we're living in, where we cannot go to any big movies at the box office, uh, we've been giving you a little bit of a nostalgic uh, moment or two in the afternoon during our second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show with some of the the huge classics that have been part of our culture, part of our lives. And, of course, uh, who could ever forget Whitney Houston and uh, she was sharing uh, with us this afternoon. So I hope that uh, helped a little bit uh, when we really can't go back to the big screen. Well, I want to tell you that medicine is changing in America. And just like I've told you about many things about COVID-19, there are some things that are changing. There are some new habits that are now becoming reality. And some of these, we won't go back to the same way we did certain things before COVID-19. And we really don't know. You know, the optimists say that, man, we might get that, uh, you know, that that vaccine by December. Uh, Got a couple of health experts at the top saying that. But you know what? Until we get through the tests and and the important things about long-term effects, I keep saying, you know, let's just take it a day at a time. It, It may be into January, February next year. But let's talk about telehealth. I've had, uh, with my leukemia and um, uh, recovery and uh, the great uh, medical team I have at Moffitt, 
Um, I, I've had a couple of uh, telehealth visits. Uh, now I'm back at Moffitt in person. Uh, but I want to tell you, it's a totally different, different um, experience. And to help us work through this this afternoon, uh, we have a, a doctor that is going to be sharing a little bit about what to expect in this whole new COVID world that uh, we are in. And uh, it is uh, Dr. Harith Pathias, Pathiza, excuse me, I'm so sorry. And she is uh, with the medical team uh, in Lakeland, and uh, she's well-versed on telehealth uh, with WellCare. And it's good to have you with us this afternoon. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Well, tell us a little bit about this idea about just sitting in front of a Zoom screen or a Microsoft uh, session. Uh, tell us a little bit that, uh, especially some of our older audience, they may not be able to relate how this could be effective. Yeah, sure. Absolutely, Bill. So we've had to completely change the way that we deliver care during these unprecedented times. And the biggest concern here or the biggest um, focus that we have to have is uh, maintaining safety for both our patients and our healthcare personnel. And that's why the adoption of telehealth or online health visits has been so important. You know, number one, it reduces patient risk uh, of transmission of the virus. It reduces risk of transmission of the virus to our healthcare personnel. And lastly, it, you know, it helps reduce the patient surges that we're seeing on our healthcare facilities. You know, our healthcare resources are one of our most precious resources right now. And so we have to do everything that we can um, to preserve those resources. Um, so telehealth, you know, it's being used um, very widely right now. Previously, it used to be, you know, more of the working, um, the working population, right, that just couldn't get in to see their doctor. They didn't have the time for it. But now with everything that I've mentioned, you know, even our older population is having to get used to these telehealth visits. And it's really quite interesting. You know, people were, were really scared to do this before. It seemed so... Um, you know, unheard of to, to see their doctor online. But in all honesty, it looks like a FaceTime visit or a Skype visit. I mean, I, I when I'm talking to people about it, especially my older population, I tell them, you know, imagine you're, you're FaceTiming with your grandkids, but instead of FaceTiming with your grandkids, you're FaceTiming with your, your doctor. Um, so while there's, there's a lot of stuff that, um, you know, we can address, Via telehealth, you know, obviously the diagnostic tests and stuff we cannot do, uh, but we can certainly refer patients as appropriate for further diagnostic testing. But in short, essentially it looks like a FaceTime visit. Hmm. Dr. Pataja, I know that this past session I also uh, do legislative work in Tallahassee, and I know mm -hmm. in the session in January and February, uh, I think there was more than one bill that dealt with telehealth. And mm -hmm. uh, it was interesting because just six months ago, this was, uh, we all kind of knew what generally what that meant, mm -hmm. but there was legislative hearings in Tallahassee about implementing this in a way protected, I guess, under the statute. So we've gone from the fact that, hey, this is probably the America, the Florida of tomorrow, isn't going to happen right now. And that's sort of the way we, we left the legislature that we'll start seeing it pop up here and there. And lo and behold, COVID-19 comes along, and it has been fast-tracked to be just on the front lines. 
Talk about this and other aspects of medicine that you know, doctor, that, you know, over time things were going to evolve like I like to go, I'll just be honest with you, I've known my personal physician for 20 years, and Mm -hmm. uh, he's a friend of my family, Uh, Mm -hmm. took care of my mom, and so I tell others, look, the America of tomorrow, you're probably going to be looking at at, at not a full-fledged doctor, you're going to look at a trained assistant, and even for some of us, that would be hard to do. Is it not true that COVID-19 in many areas is accelerating things in medicine that were coming down the pike anyway? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, telehealth technology, it was not new, but widespread adoption among both healthcare professionals as well as, you know, patients, it was relatively slow. Um, We were starting to see some increased interest in the use of telehealth services. Um, before the pandemic hit, but it it really never took. But the recent policy changes that you alluded to, um, those helped to reduce barriers to telehealth access and have definitely promoted the use of telehealth um, as a way to deliver acute, chronic, uh, and primary and specialty care. Um, A lot of, you know, payers or health insurers, as a matter of fact, have, you know, waived certain you know, cost sharing related to COVID, or in some cases, they've just waived cost sharing altogether um, to encourage, for the telehealth visits, that is, to encourage their patients to engage with their physician, um, you know, during this time. Because the last thing we want is for, you know, patients' chronic conditions to go unchecked. You know, we don't know when this pandemic is going to end, but it's absolutely changed the way that we're going to be delivering care moving forward. And so both from a healthcare professional perspective, as well as a patient perspective, we're all going to have to get used to this because telehealth is here to stay. Hmm. You've been listening to the voice of Dr. Harpreet Pathasia, and uh, she is with uh, WellMed right there in Lakeland. For some of you listening on our FM station there, I uh, just want to tell you that uh, WellMed is, uh, is a special place there in Lakeland. And uh, when you are in need of health care and you don't have a, a, a regular uh, position or maybe you just moved to the area, certainly want to have you to check them out. Now, in my experience, doctor, for instance, uh, and again, I am uh, had a, um, a bone marrow transplant for leukemia, so I'm about a year and a half into my three years after that. So things will pop up here and there, and so in telemedicine, uh, I know for some of our seniors, it's kind of hard to get used to, but, but what you do is if you've got an area, you take a picture of it with your cell phone. And as long as it's a legible picture, then you send that picture over and then uh, pictures uh, before you have your visit. And then during your visit, you have those pictures. And in my case, uh, I was going over to Moffitt a day or two before my uh, telehealth uh, uh, session with my doctor and I was doing my labs. In the future, what will we do? Because right now we're doing it because of COVID. Uh, but I know that when we look at the uh, uh, number of available doctors and the professional assistants that will be doing some of this frontline work, th- this whole idea about telemedicine is going to be more and more incorporated. What does the future hold when you need to do a little blood or do, do a little bit of this? Uh, are you going to do it ahead of time? Will it be done by mail? What does the future look like? You know, honestly, I I, I think you're headed in the right direction with your thought process. I mean, the, the way that we deliver care is changing. You know, I think to some degree it'll remain, you know, where 
where telehealth is in place, then, you know, healthcare professionals will still continue to refer patients to labs or whatnot. But there are certain programs um, that have been developed where this care is actually delivered in the home. Um, I, I was recently just on a call, as a matter of fact, discussing um, one of our new programs that we have available where there's a provider that comes out to the home, they can do lab draws, um, and they can do a full assessment in the home rather than have these patients, you know, go to an urgent care or an ER. Um, and again, it's to, to minimize the risk of our most vulnerable patients um, and really uh, deliver care in a way that's very convenient. Um, and quite honestly, at a lower cost uh, for our patients, as opposed to them having to go to the ER, in some cases, unnecessarily so. Hmm. Now, in my case, my immune system is being the drugs that are helping to enable uh, this transplant. My transplant was from a non-family donor, so we've had some of those uh, graft versus host, host issues. But when we think of our seniors that are part of not only Lakeland, Florida, but all around our listing area, listing this afternoon, they have to be very careful going out. They have to be very careful interacting. The whole idea about being able to uh, set this session up at home in in this telehealth environment, uh, maybe in your kitchen table, your family room, wherever, the idea is this is the safest way because I can tell you that the last two times I went to my general practitioner, I had my mask on, I went in, I signed in, I said, hey, I'm going to be sitting out in my car, so if you'll just call me on the cell phone, I'll come straight into the examination room. Talk about how this is really the best way to go right now if you don't have to see the doctor in person. Yes, absolutely. You know, we spoke a little bit earlier about how this, you know, delivering care via telehealth is really one of the best ways to minimize risk. Um, for our most vulnerable population. Um, One thing that I wanted to make sure that I mentioned is, you know, especially as we think about our our elderly or senior population, a lot of them have smartphones or laptops or iPads where where they can utilize the technology to engage in an online health visit with their physician. Uh, But there's some that don't. Um, They don't have, you know, either the updated software or they just don't have the technological capability. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I would encourage all the folks that are listening to do is please make sure to call your physician office and find out what modalities are available to you. For example, um, in the WellMed clinics, for those patients that, you know, don't have the technology, we have what we call a grand pad. So that is, you know, kind of an iPad um, that is very user-friendly for the senior population where it's kind of just one touch and you're connected to your doctor. Um, So that's an option, you know, for some of our patients. Additionally, we have some offices that are doing curbside visits. So you don't ever have to leave your car. As a matter of fact, a a healthcare provider, a medical assistant, they come out to your car and do their... Dr. I interrupt you right there? We've got to take a break. Can you hold over and just be with us for a minute or two longer after the break? Sure, absolutely, yes. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break right now. We've been talking with uh, Dr. Uh, Haprith Pataja, and she's with WellMed in Lakeland, and a couple more things I want to cover, but we've got to take a break. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. I'm United States Surgeon General Jerome Adams, America's doctor, and all across our nation, we've taken steps together to slow the spread of coronavirus. Now we must continue to take personal responsibility 
to protect ourselves and our loved ones. Because even though not all of us risk a severe case of coronavirus, we all risk getting it and spreading it to others, maybe without even realizing that we're sick. So if we want to get back to school, back to work, back to worship, and back to overall health, there are things our country needs to do. We need to follow state and local guidelines, take extra precautions if at higher risk, wash our hands frequently, stay six feet from others when we can, and when we can't stay six feet from others, please, I'm begging you, wear a face covering. These small actions will make a big difference. So I'm asking you to say it with me, America. Coronavirus stops with me. You can learn more at coronavirus.gov. Produced by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services at taxpayer expense. Hi, folks. Captain Matt here. I want to tell you about Balance of Nature and what it's done for me. I've taken Balance of Nature before and just started it up again about a month ago. I'd previously had good luck with the product, but this time something different has happened. When I went to my doctor recently, my blood pressure was the lowest it's been in six months, and I've lost 16 pounds. The doctor asked me, have you done anything different? I said, yes, I've been taking Balance of Nature, and it's really making me feel a lot better. I've got more pep in my step. Don't find myself snacking on candy bars and chips anymore either. Maybe you, too, can get the same results, but you won't know until you try Balance of Nature. So to order online, go to balanceofnature.com and mention the product code RESULT and save 35% on your order. Or give them a call, 800-246-8751, and talk to a health coach who can answer all your questions. Again, that number is 800-246-8751, and mention the product code RESULT to save 35% on your order. That's balanceofnature.com. What if you could take your marriage from good to great? Enter Family Life Today's Take Your Marriage from Good to Great contest, and you could win dinner for two with Dave and Ann Wilson, as well as attend a live taping with the Family Life Today team, including transportation and lodging. Enter once each day now through August 14th by visiting letstalkfaith.com and enter keyword marriage. No purchase necessary. Contest ends August 14th. Restrictions apply. Official rules at familylifetoday.com slash goodcontest. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled across the globe in search of patterns of evidence to support some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, Journey to Egypt and Beyond, as Tim interviews some of the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. Is there evidence of how and where the host of Israelites could have traveled as recorded in the Bible? Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea miracle, you don't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, the Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code TAMPA for 20% off. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at letstalkfaith.com.
And we're back for our final segment of the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, reminding you that I'll take you all the way up to the 6 o'clock hour, three full hours every afternoon all across West Central Florida, and uh, be back with you tomorrow at 3, starting on AM 570 and 910, and uh, delighted to uh, be here in service to you. Well, we are honored this afternoon, and i got a couple of follow-up questions uh, for uh, Dr. Hapreef Pathiza, and she is with WellMed in Lakeland and talking about uh, telehealth, uh, telemedicine. And first, doctor, you were, you, were, you, were, you, were, you were completing a point you were making, so I wanted you to make that point, and then I have one more question for you. Yeah, sure. I just wanted to make sure that, that our audience is aware that your doctor's office has options for you. So, yes, there's the online health visit, but, you know, for those folks that don't have the technology, either an iPad or a laptop, you know, your doctor's office might have options for you. For example, in our clinics, we have what we call the curbside option. So you can drive to the clinic. You just call them. You let them know you're there. And a, a medical assistant and a provider can actually come out and do their assessment with you in the car. So you never have to leave the comfort of your own car. Um, the other option that we were mentioning was the option of a grand pad. And so what that is is this is very user-friendly um, iPad essentially that's designed for our senior population and so it's like a one touch button and you're connected with your physician so the the main thing is make sure to call your doctor's office and find out what options are available to you don't let technology stand in your way if that is um, one of the barriers that you're having for mm. doing a telehealth visit yes one last question Dr. Pataja and that is this uh, I have been um Reminding my listeners uh, for weeks, ever since we started this COVID-19, in in my personal testimony, it was a simple blood test on my annual physical where my leukemia came out of nowhere in 2017. And because I had a a great doctor, yeah, it was a friend, but a great doctor that saw these irregularities in my blood, we immediately did another another test, and in days, I'm in Moffitt Cancer Center, Uh, beginning my treatment. There's a lot of people, doctor, who are, especially our senior citizens, they've been hesitant about going to the doctor. They've been hesitant about going anywhere where there's other sick people. And what I'm concerned is, and where I think telehealth may come in or one of the many other options you have there at WellMed, if there's anybody listening this afternoon, and if you are overdue on a physical, if you're overdue on a follow-up, if you see something funny uh, on, your, uh, on your arm or something or you feel something funny, hey, whether it's heart, whether it's lungs, diabetes, or cancer, how important is it, doctor, to utilize this and some of the other things you talked about at WellMed for our people not to miss these routine follow-ups, these routine visits, or to go if you think something is up? Bill, you hit the nail on the head. That is absolutely the most important. Your health care does not go on hold because we're in the midst of a pandemic. Chronic conditions absolutely need to be addressed. You know, urgent issues that are popping up, they absolutely need to be addressed. We don't want these things going unaddressed and, God forbid, you know, worsening over time. You know, we don't know when the pandemic is going to be over, and we can't take those kinds of risks with our health. We just cannot do it. So please remember, healthcare does not go on hold. This is why we have the telehealth options. 
um, available to you, as well as the other options that we discussed. Um, so please, all of the audience, I, I hope if you take one point away from this, that is what you take, that your health care does not go on hold right now. All right. If you've got a website and a phone number you can share with us, and, of course, uh, you're based there in Lakeland, but WellMed has many locations, give us, the, give us those two items. Sure. Uh, www.wellmedhealthcare.com. Okay, and, and a phone, phone number, number to contact you or one of your representatives? WellMed well in Lakeland is 863-666-9020. And, of course, uh, if your driving didn't get those, you can always uh, look up uh, WellMed Health uh, there in Lakeland or look in your local area. Uh, Dr. Haprif uh, Pathaja, thank you so much for being with us this afternoon. Very insightful. Uh, very thorough, and, and I thank you for giving a, a great briefing to our audience because the final thing you just said, our health care is not on hold, and there's going to be different ways to explore keeping healthy. Telehealth is just one part of that, and uh, this is the new normal. But thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me, Bill. Take care. Take care. All right. Uh, you have been adequately briefed once again, not just by me. But uh, someone who has spent many years of her life in training. And so uh, don't be afraid of telehealth. And, yes, you can do it right on your iPhone or right right on your Android uh, phone. And uh, you can do it on a pad. Uh, I prefer to do it on my laptop. A lot of ways to do it. And um, tell you what, I'm all about staying safe. But I've got some things that popped up, and I've got some uh, follow-up visits uh, in my health. And uh, how do I know that? My last routine visit at the Moffitt Cancer Center. And so I'm staying on top of my health. I want you to do the same. Coming up next, Jay Succolo is going to be uh, with us uh, with his daily briefing, his program on our answer stations. I'll be over on AM 570 and 910 for the final hour this day of the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. Whole lot is left. Be right back. I'm Sonequa Martin-Green, and when my mother was diagnosed with cancer, our world changed forever. This experience made me so passionate about spreading awareness of treatment options, including clinical trials. I'm joining Stand Up to Cancer to get information to those who have been diagnosed with cancer and their loved ones. Clinical trials introduce new hope for patients, providing access to cutting-edge new treatments. Talk to your doctor to see if a clinical trial may be the best choice for you or a loved one. To learn more, visit standuptocancer.org forward slash clinical trials today. Weekdays at 9 a.m., be encouraged by The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. The old principle we were taught in Henry Blackaby's experiencing God. Look for where God's at work. Just get in on it. Get involved. Join him in his work. Are you doing that in your life? The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, a.m. 570, 910, and letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Mr. Chairman, could, I, could we take a five-minute break? Dean is recognized. Could we take a five-minute break, Mr. Chairman? No. That's a common courtesy, Dean is Chairman, of every witness. I, I waited 45, uh, an hour for you this morning. I haven't had lunch. I'd like to take Mr. a five-minute break. Mr. Attorney General, 
We are almost finished. A contentious exchange between Attorney General William Barr and House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler today as Barr faced an onslaught of attacks from House Democrats. Barr defended sending federal troops to besiege cities like Portland and Seattle. In the wake of George Floyd's death, violent rioters and anarchists have hijacked legitimate protests to wreak senseless havoc and destruction on innocent victims. Democrats and Republicans are also at odds over the next round of coronavirus funding. Every single thing we put forward is a way to get more relief into people's hands. But Democrat Charles Schumer says Leader Mitch McConnell's Heals Act does more harm than good. Senate Republicans in the White House want to give out-of-work Americans a 30% pay cut. McConnell says there's nothing controversial about not paying people more not to work than they would make if they went back to work. The American people don't call that a controversy. They call that common sense. Bob Agnew reporting. Major League Baseball has temporarily suspended the Miami Marlins season through Sunday because of the worsening coronavirus outbreak. And the three remaining games in this week's New York Yankees-Philadelphia Phillies series were also postponed because of virus worries. Miami Mayor Francis Suarez says he's concerned for the Marlins players and the rest of the league. This is a a disease that spreads very, very quickly. And, uh, you know, it could jeopardize not only their season, but it could jeopardize MLB season. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 205 points. The Nasdaq dropped 134. The S&P declined 20 oil, down to 4104 a barrel. This is SRN News. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Mirror bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. This is the story they don't want you to see. Told by people they don't want you to hear at a time when so many desperately need to hear it. This is the story of Uncle Tom. Most people are completely oblivious to the history of the Democratic Party. Sorry, Larry Elder, Candace Owens, Herman Cain, Brandon Tatum. Hear their stories of how their life was changed when they finally figured out the truth. Go to UncleTom.com. Buy it now on pay-per-view. UncleTom.com. This is their story of redemption in all states. Promise Keepers is set to hold its first major event in years on Friday and Saturday, a virtual rally that will be broadcast all around the nation. It's going to be a phenomenal event that will really, I think, reach a lot. We think about 7 million people across the world, and it'll be a free event. Ken Harrison is CEO of the Popular Men's Movement. We are going to have a lot of churches. We have several hundred signed up already who are going to show it in their church And for a lot of the churches in America, this will actually be their first gathering. Details can be found at promisekeepers.org. Summer travel is slow, but not stopped due to the coronavirus. And amongst the places people are going to is the Creation Museum, which reopened last month. The 75,000-square-foot facility outside Cincinnati is run by Answers in Genesis, a Christian apologetics ministry. Since opening in 2007, the Creation Museum has welcomed more than 4 million visitors. Its profits have helped fund the construction of the Ark Encounter attraction in Kentucky. This is SR. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. 
Why are there many unanswered questions and few honest explanations as to why our liberties are under attack? Discover how we return to order and normalcy when you stream Morality in the 21st Century. Dennis Prager and Dr. Wayne Grudem confront the social issues we face and through never-before-told personal stories give a clear direction for a visionary future for this nation. Visit SalemNow.com to stream Morality in the 21st Century and type in the code TAMPA for a 20% discount. That's SalemNow.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. We are glad to have you back for the final hour of the Bill Bunkley Show this this afternoon. We're part of the Salem Media Group. I want to give you a programming note. We are standing by for a live press conference with the President of the United States uh, from the press room there uh, at the White House in D.C. And uh, when the President uh, steps to the podium, we'll take you to that press conference live. We'll still be taking our commercial break, so uh, there will be some interruptions uh, to um, um, our presentation of his comments this afternoon, but we will bring this to you live. You know, we've been talking about wisdom during the last few days, God's wisdom. If you're with us during the first hour, we were talking about long-suffering and uh, understanding that, number one, we're to live for him, not worrying about next week, not worrying about three weeks. But we've got to, believe me, in my experience just today, uh, we've got enough to worry about by, and not even worrying, but we've got enough to focus on, I should say, bad on me, focus on today rather than focusing all the possible things that can be happening in the future. But one thing we know is that God's been giving us several guidelines. God's been giving us several um, pathways of wisdom when it comes to what's happening with this COVID-19 mess, how we're to protect ourselves against it, and quite frankly, when we see some of the, the things I can't wrap my head around or what people and organizations are doing right now, it's amazing. And, of course, we got the deniers. We got the deniers. Oh, it's a government hoax. There's no virus. It's a political ploy. I get it. I understand. Now, certainly some of the rhetoric surrounding the facts of COVID 
Oh yeah, that's a lot of that, a lot of spin, a lot of fear tactics, a lot of things like that. But look, there is some basic wisdom that we can see right here in Florida. Now, if any of you are sports fans, and I know we got the lightning getting ready to crank it up, okay? And they're talking about the Lightning and the National Basketball Association. They're they're operating in what's called a bubble, a, a, a you know a set of protocols to kind of keep them more in a safe bubble environment. Not so much for the NFL. Not so much for Major League Baseball. So I can tell you, as I said the other day, look, I can't wait to escape to see some sports on TV. Now, I told you the other day, I'm not, I'm not all in for all the PC that's going on. You know, I'm not, I'm not all in for all of the, the things that sports leagues are doing uh, in, in the social interaction area. If, if I got to pay for pay-per-view, I want to turn the pay-per-view on, and I want to see a baseball game. I don't want to hear anything about politics, issues, or anything like that. I just want to see, I want to escape to a baseball game or whatever the sport is. But, but, but that's not what I want to talk about, even though I threw that out again. How are they going to be able to do sports? Now, I was excited. I was looking forward to it. And then, quite frankly, we got into some of the PC stuff. But then, I don't know if you've heard, but the other Florida baseball team, the team that's in the National League, it's that team down in South Florida called the Florida Marlins. We found out, what was it, 10 or 12 of the lads. We found out there was a couple of three that were sick with COVID. And that they were to be traveling to Philadelphia uh, for uh, the next uh, uh, round of games, first of this week. And that the the first game, I guess the... the uh, the, the Monday night game was postponed. Postponed because they had a, had a coronavirus situation with the Marlins. We know we found out today it's about 10 or 13 players now, something like that. Major League Baseball has postponed the Marlins baseball games through this coming weekend. Now there's also another team. I don't know. Maybe it's the Phillies, but you would have had a you would have had a three or four game stand with the Phillies, and then going into weekend another three or four stand. And I didn't didn't bother to do the research because it really isn't relevant. And the baseball commissioner said something like, "Well, we're going to have a a two or three day postponement." Now, I hope that I believe that God's given me a little wisdom because of my my daily interaction with him studying his word asking the holy spirit to give us give me wisdom and insight on this whole covid thing because i'm here out before literally thousands of you every afternoon monday through friday and um you know i pray about getting whatever i say i, I want to get it at least in my mind right doesn't mean i don't make mistakes but i get it right well here's a news flash and I know they're listening today. 
I got a young friend of mine, a young friend of mine who caught the contagion of COVID-19. I got a young friend of mine that a few days into it, he got sick. He got flu sick. Not bad flu sick. I mean, we're not talking about, because it all, I hear, I hear part of it is your blood type, part of it is your immune system, how you're going to react. Some folks had a little cough, never knew they had it, but they have it. Some can't breathe, and man, they got to go to the hospital, and then they got a respirator. But my friend, nonetheless, uh, was able to walk through it and to recuperate at home. Now, I'm not exactly sure, but it seemed to me it was at least three weeks. Could have been four. But once you get your COVID test and you're positive, you've got to kind of go through the sickness. And then most uh, of the situations require during the back end of the, or, or, the, or, or the ending of the recovery, you've you got to clear not one but a couple of COVID-19 tests. Newsflash, if they've got 10 or 12, whatever it is, on the Marlins team, those guys ain't going to be back in two or three days. How can they even be back for the homestand this weekend? So that's why it's canceled. So here we have those 13 guys. Now, what happens as those 13 guys get well, a couple, three weeks, they go to come back, and now they've got four or five other guys. Look, the close contact, contact. Uh, even though they're not, they appear not to be close, they are. It's like God is showing us through sports. This is serious. And as many ways that we try to mitigate it, it seems to me that it's almost impossible. And if it's God's hand purposefully or with his permission, if God wanted to shut down the globe, if God wanted to use this pandemic as he has used other pandemics in the past as evidenced by the word of God, that's what's going to happen. And we're doing our best to Mitigate and go around it. I get that. Our scientists are working hard for the vaccine. I get that. But there's a little bit of reality that that I'm walking in this afternoon. If we have young, healthy, professional ball players, and they're not in, uh, you know, necessarily teaching or getting touching or getting close to each other that much. Except for football. Football. I think football is going to be a disaster. Hope it's not. Like football. But when you're lining up, touching, breathing on each other, huffing and puffing in August when it's, uh, what, about 110 degrees on the field, 100% humidity. Tell me how a football, two football squads are going to be laying all over each other, laying all over each other in in, in, in a huddle or, or, or a tackle, and we're not going to have some issues. So I don't have the solution because the other extreme is we're just not going to have any sports. And it's just like, well, we're not going to have any school. 
Well, there's the other balance, and that is, look, we, these kids, these kids have been cooped up at home. There is a, there is a, there is a debate, the debate point to be made about they need to be getting out. And for some of these households, they need to be getting into places where teachers and others that will be working with them can see things that in their behavior or in their face that's just not right. We know we got domestic issues that are going on right now. We know a lot of kids are depending on school to eat. We know there's parents that need to go need to work. So I get it. There's no easy answers, but here's what here's the conclusion. Please play this as conservative as you can. If you're going to go out you don't have to wear a mask in your car unless you think <coughs> you somewhere you got a family member. You put a mask on when you go into a public place. And let me just say this, especially in going to church. Please be respectful of your other brothers and sisters in Christ. We serve a big God. We serve a healing God. And we serve a God that can put a hedge of protection and keep us safe. But I think in addition to that, we also need to say, Lord, when I go to church, I'm going to wear a mask. When I'm going to get up and it's time to give you all the praise and worship, I'm going to have my mask on. Even though there's six-foot separation, even though there's uh, sections in between the pews, Let's just be thoughtful of others because that mask keeps our own fluids that may be coming out when we sing. And by the way, wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. But please, take a look at the athletes. This is, this is a real deal contagion. Let's not spread it unnecessarily. Still waiting for the president. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. I know on my darkest day. Hi, I'm Sally Harris, founder of Circle C Ranch Academy, a nationally accredited preschool celebrating 40 years in South Tampa. Our mission is to love, nurture, and educate young children in a safe, appropriate environment. We use horseback riding to develop large motor skills and an appreciation for animals. Circle C Ranch Academy has held the gold seal of excellence from the Department of Children and Families since 1999. Visit ccranchacademy.com. That's ccranchacademy.com. The Moss family of dealerships has a new addition. I'm Bill Carl here to tell you about the new Moss Acura on North Florida Avenue in Tampa. Acura outshines the competition with their flagship, the RDX SUV. Equipped with a powerful 2-liter turbocharged engine and standard features, including the panoramic moonroof, Wi-Fi mobile hotspot, and Apple CarPlay. The seats are covered in butter-soft leather, and the hands-free liftgate makes loading groceries a breeze. And with Moss Acura, you get the same high level of customer service Moss Nissan's known for. Each vehicle comes with Moss Care, including lifetime oil changes, entire rotations, surface shield protection, and more. Veterans, active military, and first responders receive huge benefits with the You Serve, You Save program, as do pastors and church workers. The choice is simple. 
choice is clear, the choice is here. Visit Moss Acura on North Florida Avenue in Tampa next to Moss Nissan. Online at mossacura.com. Hey, this is Bill Carl. We think of ministry as something that happens at the church. But what about ministry that happens in the marketplace? Tune in this Sunday morning at 8 for a brand new program called Ministry in the Marketplace with pastor, evangelist, author, and entrepreneur, Dr. Richard Hamlet. The gospel is not only for the Jews and the 12 tribes of Israel, but it is for the Gentiles. And then it is for everyone. The gospel is for every people group. It's for every ethnicity. Don't miss Ministry in the Marketplace. Sunday morning at 8 on Faith talk and at letstalkfaith.com the weapon may be formed but it won't prosper when the darkness falls it won't prevail cause the God I serve knows only how to triumph my God will never fail oh my Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show, and the president has come to the podium. Let's go straight to Washington, D.C. in the press room, the president of the United States. Four years ago, we launched a bold effort to revitalize American manufacturing and act fair trade deals and bring our industries back home where they belong. When the China virus landed on our shores, it became clearer than ever before that restoring American manufacturing is a core matter of national security. We must never be reliant on a foreign nation for America's medical or other needs, and that includes many other needs. I just want to say that Pfizer just announced a little while ago that they're combining phase two and phase three trials, and uh, the vaccine looks like it's really heading in a very rapid direction, a very positive direction. First time that's happened, and there are many months ahead of any other trial. There's never been anything like it. So it's the fastest ever, and to me, it's very exciting. Today, I'm proud to announce one of the most important deals in the history of U.S. pharmaceutical industries. My administration has reached a historic agreement with a great American company. You remember this company? It's called, from the good old camera age, the old days, to begin producing critical pharmaceutical ingredients. It's called Kodak. And it's going to be right here in America. So I want to congratulate the people in Kodak. They've been working very hard. Members of my administration are present in Rochester right now, Rochester, New York, good place. And they're trying to finalize this groundbreaking deal, and they will be announcing this deal. I want to thank Governor Andrew Cuomo and his representatives, we've worked really well together on this deal. It's a big deal. It's a great deal, and a great deal for New York and a great deal for Kodak. Ninety percent of all prescriptions written in the United States are for generic drugs. We have been proved more generic drugs than any other administration by far. Generic drugs can be just as good as the brand names, but cost much less. Yet in less than 10 percent of the active pharmaceutical ingredients needed to make these drugs, they're currently manufactured in America. More than 50 percent, however, are made in India and China. And you'll be seeing a lot of things have happened. It's been happening, but it's happening at a more rapid pace right now. With this new agreement, my administration is using the Defense Production Act to provide a $765 
million dollar loan to support the launch of Kodak Pharmaceuticals. It's a great name when you think of it. Such a great name. It was one of the great brands in the world. Then uh, people went digital and Kodak didn't follow. <clears throat> but now under very extraordinary leadership, they are following. And uh, they're doing something that's a different field, and it's a field that they've really hired some of the best people in the world to be taking care of that company and watching that company and watching over it. But it's a breakthrough in bringing pharmaceutical manufacturing back to the United States. Under this contract, our 33rd use of the Defense Production Act, remember when you were saying, I didn't use it enough, I didn't use it enough? And now you heard it's the 33rd use. We don't talk about it all the time. We used it, and we used it as a little bit of a threat, frankly, with certain companies that weren't doing as we were asking them to do, and it came through as both a threat and a usage. But this is our 33rd use of the Defense Production Act. Kodak will now produce generic active pharmaceutical ingredients, which is a big deal. Using advanced manufacturing techniques, Kodak will also make the key starting materials that are the building blocks for many drugs in a manner that is both cost competitive and environmentally safe uh, will be competitive with almost all countries and soon with all countries. Once this new division is fully operational, in addition to all of the other plants that we've opened with other companies throughout the United States recently, it will produce as much as 25% of all active ingredients needed to make generic drugs in the USA. It's a big number, 25%. This agreement will directly create 360 new jobs at Kodak's factory in Rochester. That's just in the initial phase. And in Minneapolis, a place I have gotten to know very well, and it's a great place. And I'm very happy that we're able to help them with the problems that they've had recently. The National Guard, I want to thank the National Guard, both state and beyond. I want to thank them for the incredible job. They went in and they did some beautiful job. They cleaned it up. You didn't hear about the problems anymore. And indirectly, I want to create, we created thousands more jobs all across our pharmaceutical supply chains. We have now been building a very big pharmaceutical supply chain, not only coming out of China, coming out of other countries also. I want to thank Peter Navarro, Adam Bowler, and Admiral Polovchek for their tremendous work to make this deal possible. Today's action is our latest step to build the greatest medical arsenal in history. We'll be able to do that through the Defense Production Act and other authorities. We have invested more than $3 billion in our nation's industrial base. We've contracted with companies such as Ford, General Motors, Philips, and General Electric to produce more than 200,000 ventilators by the end of this year, nearly seven times more than we would ever do in a typical year. We've contracted with Honeywell, 3M, O&M, Hellyard, Moldex, and Lidal to increase U.S. production of N95 masks, and we've brought it from less than 40 million a month to over 100 million a month by August. And we'll have 160 million in a very short while, 160 million a month. That's many times what we used to do. If you go back two years ago, many, many times. We're increasing domestic production of gloves by 1,000 percent. It's 1,000 percent. 
We will be manufacturing 450 million gloves annually by next year. We're finalizing contracts with our textile industry to make gowns in America with American fabric, which makes a lot of our businesses happy that produce the fabric. We have 13 million reusable gowns in the stockpile, and we'll continue to grow that number to 72 million this fall, which is a rapid escalation indeed. We made major investments in new rapid point-of-care tests. So we have uh, — there's nothing like the rapid point where you get your answer in five minutes to 15 minutes to maybe 20, 25 minutes at the max. And we're already at about a 50 percent level, and we're bringing it up very substantially from there. We're growing domestic production from less than 250,000 test kits per month in May to 8 million test kits per month. There is nothing like this that has ever taken place anywhere in the world or close. All right, we'll bring it back in. Some exciting news, I think, from the president. Kodak. Kodak, who virtually their great business was, was closed down because of progress in digital cameras. Look at them now. We'll talk about that next, plus more with the president if he's still at the press conference. This is Bill Bunkley. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump is announcing a new deal with Eastman Kodak that will provide $765 million to develop homemade generic drugs. The president told the news conference today most of generic drugs are made in India and China. Attorney General William Barr faced an angry barrage of Democrats during his contentious hearing at the House Judiciary Committee today. The hearing was delayed by an hour while Chairman Jerry Nadler was in an auto accident while heading to the meeting. Groups protesting in Portland, Oregon against federal agents sent to guard a courthouse have sued the Department of Homeland Security over the agent's use of tear gas and rubber bullets. Violence in the cities has continued now for days. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 205 points. The Nasdaq dropped 134. The S&P declined 20. This is SRN News. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Contact Salem Surround. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. What if you could take your marriage from good to great? Enter Family Life Today's Take Your Marriage from Good to Great contest, and you could win dinner for two with Dave and Ann Wilson, as well as attend a live taping with the Family Life Today team, including transportation and lodging. Enter once each day now through August 14th by visiting letstalkfaith.com and enter keyword marriage. No purchase necessary. Contest ends August 14th. Restrictions apply. Official rules at familylifetoday.com slash good contest. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson, senior pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. 
Trust in the Lord. You know, the best way I know to defeat fear in your life is to use fear as an indicator of a place where you have a lack of trust and begin to find ways to trust the Lord in that place. Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled across the globe in search of patterns of evidence to support some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, Journey to Egypt and Beyond, as Tim interviews some of the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. Is there evidence of how and where the host of Israelites could have traveled as recorded in the Bible? Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea miracle, you don't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, the Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code TAMPA for 20% off. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. To battle is to fight, to struggle, to overcome, and ultimately for the Marine Corps, it means to win. There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation, a promise kept for more than two centuries, a promise of the Marines. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. It's the Bill Bunkley Show here with the Salem Media Group here in West Central Florida. Exciting news coming in from the president. Going to go back to uh, uh, the uh, press conference in a moment. But remember Kodak? Yes. Your old Kodak cameras. All of your precious, well, pictures that were taken with a Kodak camera. You know, Kodak failed to keep up with the times in terms of uh, photography and imaging and uh, haven't heard about them for years. But they have reinvented themselves. And this problem, particularly with uh, not only a lot of our uh, components, uh, compounds for our drugs, 50% of your prescription drug compounds come from either China or from uh, India, manufactured in those two countries. Well, Kodak has been uh, reengineered with a loan from the federal government, and they will be moving boldly ahead to uh, produce a lot of the generic drugs that many of which are just as good as the regular uh, name brand drugs. But they're going to be forging ahead not only in this area of lower cost by virtue of using generic drugs, but the compounds are going to be assembled right here in America so we won't be held hostage. Great news that President Trump just shared with us. Let's go back and listen in to more with President Trump in the press room at the White House. At the highest number in the history of our country. So we look like we're heading to some very, very good economic times. That means jobs. 
That means stock market. Stock market is already doing very well. It's getting to a point very close to where it was when we had this, uh, when we were hit with the, the plague. So I just want to thank everybody for being here. Uh, Steve, please go ahead. Could you clarify uh, your acceptance speech for the Republican nomination? Are you physically going to be in Charlotte, or will you give the speech here or somewhere else? We'll be doing a speech uh, on Thursday, the main speech, the primary speech. Uh, Charlotte, they will be doing uh, nominating on Monday. That's a different, that's a different uh, period, a different thing happening. But they'll be doing nominations uh, on Monday. Uh, I speak on Thursday. Okay. From where? Uh, we'll go. We'll be announcing it soon. We'll oh, so you could soon. be going to Charlotte. Anybody have any ideas? We'll be announcing it very soon. Mr. President, um, the negotiations are ongoing right now for the next relief measures. Republicans, Senate Republicans have put forth their plan. Do you support what Senate Republicans have put forward, and are there certain aspects that they have put forward that you don't support? Yeah, there are, actually, and uh, we'll be talking about it. There are, you know, also things that I very much support. Um, but we'll be negotiating. It's sort of semi-irrelevant because the Democrats come with their needs and asks, and the Republicans go with theirs. So we'll be discussing it with uh, Mitch and all of the other people involved. Kevin's been very active, as you know. Uh, all of the people involved. Steve Mnuchin's done a great job, keeps everybody together, both Democrat and Republican. And we'll see. We want to do what's best for the people. I want to do what's best for the people. I want to do what's best for the economy, because that means jobs and lots of good things. All right? What Senate Republicans put forward, sir? What do you mean, what Senate Republicans put forward? Mr. President, I have two questions quickly. Uh, first, can you clarify your position on the efficacy of hydroxychloroquine after you retweeted a video uh, making claims that it is well, I effective? I wasn't making claims. The, the recommendations of many other peoples and people, including doctors, uh, many doctors think it is extremely successful. The hydroxychloroquine, uh, coupled with the zinc and perhaps the zithromycin, but uh, many doctors think it's extremely good, and some people don't. Some people, I think, it's become very political. Uh, I happen to believe in it. I would take it. I, as you know, I took it for a 14-day period, uh, and uh, I'm here. Right? I'm here. Uh, I happen to think it's uh, it works in the early stages. I think frontline medical people believe that, too, some, many. And so we'll take a look at it. But the one thing we know, it's been out for a long time, that particular formula, and that's what essentially what it is, the pill. And uh, it's been for malaria, lupus, and other things. Uh, it uh, It's safe. It doesn't cause problems. I had no problem. I had absolutely no problem. Felt no different. Didn't feel good, bad, or indifferent. I, and I tested, as you know, it didn't. It didn't get me, and it's not going to uh, hopefully hurt anybody. So we know from that standpoint, because it's been so many years, from a safety standpoint, it's safe. I happen to think, based on what I've read, I've read a lot about hydroxy. Uh, I happen to think that it has an impact, especially at the early years. There were some very good tests at uh, Ford, and the doctor from Yale came up with a very, very strong testament to it. There was a group of doctors yesterday, a large group, that were put on the Internet, and for some reason the Internet wanted to take them down and uh, took them off. I guess Twitter took them off, and I think Facebook took them off. I don't know why. I think they're very respected doctors. Uh, there was a, a woman who was spectacular in her 
statements about it, uh, that she's had tremendous success with it. And they took her, they took her voice off. I don't know why they took her off, but they took her off. Maybe they had a good reason, maybe they didn't, I don't know. I can only say that from my standpoint, uh, and based on a lot of reading and a lot of knowledge about it, I think it could have a very positive impact in the early stages. And I don't think you lose anything by doing it, other than politically, uh, it doesn't seem to be too popular. You know why? Because I recommend it. When I recommend something, they like to say, don't use it. John, please. Uh, on that note, Mr. President, last night in tweets that were deleted by Twitter, uh, you said that Dr. Fauci misled the country about hydroxychloroquine. How so? No, not at all. I think I don't even know what his stance is on it. I, I was just, you know, he was at the uh, he was at the task force meeting a little while ago. Uh, I have a very good relationship with Dr. Fauci. You know, it's sort of interesting. We've listened to Dr. Fauci. I haven't always agreed with him, and that's I think pretty standard. That's okay. Uh, he did not want us to ban our this this put up the ban to China when China was heavily infected, very badly. Wuhan. Uh, he didn't want to do that, and I did, and other things. And he told me I was right, and he told me I saved tens of thousands of lives, which was generous, but it's, uh, you know, I think it's fact. Then I banned, I did the ban on Europe. Uh, but I get along with him very well, and I agree with a lot of what he said. Uh, so, you know, it's interesting. Uh, he's got a very good approval rating, and I like that. I, it's good. Because remember, he's working for this administration. He's working with us, John. We, we could have gotten other people. We could have gotten somebody else. It didn't have to be Dr. Fauci. He's working with our administration. And for the most part, we've done pretty much what he and others, Dr. Burks and others, who are terrific, recommended. And he's got this high approval rating. So why don't I have a high approval rating with respect, and the administration, with respect to the virus? We should have a very high, because what we've done in terms of, uh, we're just reading off about the masks and the gowns and the ventilators and numbers that nobody's seen, and the testing at 55 million tests. We tested more than anybody in the world. I have a graph that I'd love to show you. I'm, perhaps you've seen it. Where we're up here and the rest of the world is down at a level that's just a tiny fraction of what we've done in terms of testing. So it sort of is curious. A man works for us, with us, very closely, Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks, also highly thought of. And yet, they're highly thought of, but nobody likes me. It can only be my personality, that's all. Go ahead. Could I just ask you also, uh, DHS announced today that it is going to undertake a thorough review of the DACA program to decide whether to continue it, and if not, how to disband it. You had mentioned uh, after the Supreme Court uh, ruling about DACA that you were thinking about a path to citizenship for DACA recipients. Are you still thinking We're going to work with a lot of people on DACA, and we're also working on an immigration bill, a merit-based system, which is what I've wanted uh, for a long time. Uh, that decision was an interesting decision because it gave the president, as a president, more power than many people thought the president had. So the president is now, which happens to be me, in a position where I can do an immigration bill and a health care bill and some other bills, and you've seen some of them come along. Uh, we're going to do tremendous, we just signed it three days ago, we're doing tremendous uh, prescription drug price reductions. Tremendous. It could be over 50 percent, whether it's uh, favored nations clauses or anything else. I mean, it's tremendous numbers we're talking about. You know, you go to some countries and they'll sell like a pill for 10 cents, and in the United States it costs $2. And it's the same basic factory, it's the same everything, 
The United States bears the cost of all of these low prices that you see all over the world, where people go to Canada to buy a prescription drug from the United States. Not going to happen with me. It's not going to happen with me. So, John, I think one of the exciting things got very little coverage, and that's okay, but the people understand it. Uh, I think we will be reducing prescription drug prices by massive amounts, numbers that have never been done before. Other thing, in 51 years, we got, as you know, last year, uh, drug prices came down. First time in 51 years that they came down. Now, with what I signed last week, I think that drug prices can come down uh, by numbers like 50 percent and even greater in certain instances. But if I could come back to where I originally started, are you still considering a path to citizenship for current DACA recipients? We are going to make DACA happy and the DACA people and representatives happy, and we're also going to end up with a fantastic merit-based immigration system. Please. Yeah. Um, uh, on the drug pricing, you had said that pharmaceutical representatives would be here today for a meeting to talk about bringing drug prices down or to negotiate. That meeting was canceled. Why? I didn't know a meeting was canceled. Oh, a meeting with the uh, drug... You said there would be a meeting today with drug companies. Uh, well, I said there would be a meeting, yeah, a meeting sometime this week. Yeah, they, they want to meet. I mean, I don't know that it was canceled. They want to meet. Uh, I thought the meeting was actually scheduled for tomorrow. I thought, see, I, I thought the meeting was scheduled tomorrow. Sorry about the dates, but you know, yeah, uh, I see how upset you are by it. On the Go FBI ahead, please, Bloomberg. Bloomberg, Mr. Bloomberg. You look like Mr. Bloomberg. Go ahead. Thank you, Mr. President. I think you, you support a temporary extension of uh, supplemental unemployment aid if uh, the deal that they're hashing out in Congress isn't completed by the end of this week? We'll do something. We're going to take care of the people. Yeah, it's a good question. We're going to take care of the people. The woman that you said is a great doctor, in that video that you retweeted last night, said that masks don't work and there is a cure for COVID-19, both of which health experts say is not true. She's also made videos saying that doctors make medicine using DNA from aliens and that they're trying to create a vaccine to make you immune from becoming religious. Well, maybe it's the same, so, maybe it's not, but I, I, can't, I can tell you this. That. She was on air along with many other doctors. They were big fans of hydroxychloroquine, and I thought she was very impressive in the sense that from where she came, I don't know which country she comes from, but she said that she's had tremendous success with hundreds of different patients, and I thought her voice was an important voice, but I know nothing about her. Yeah, go ahead, Paul. Go ahead. Okay, thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Well. That ended on a very interesting note, and uh, I've heard some of the descriptions of the doctor he's been talking about uh, on uh, the drug that he took for a couple of weeks. Uh, when we come back, we'll cap that off as that press conference has come to an end, and a couple of final thoughts as we get ready to wrap up this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. Let's, uh, let's praise the Lord for just a minute or two. I'm Bill Bunkley. We'll be right back. will be wiped by his hand and we will see the promised land
While the factories were slowing production and dealerships were running out of inventory, Moss Nissan and Moss Acura went on a buying spree. Now with over 1,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, Moss has one of the largest selections in the state. Before you buy elsewhere, see Moss. They'll have the vehicle you want that the other guys might not. Their goal is never to lose your business over price, with many favorable finance programs, including 0% loans with approved credit. And Moss Nissan Crystal River just received Nissan's prestigious Award of Excellence. Great job, guys. Searching for a new improved service experience? Moss service departments handle all makes and models. Moss Nissan and Acura's You Serve, You Save program, applying to vets, first responders, and active military, now includes pastors and church workers. The choice is simple. The choice is clear. The choice is here. Moss Nissan and Acura, Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and now Florida Avenue in Tampa at mossacura.com and mossnissan.com. How do you keep a biblical perspective in a pandemic accompanied by a mental health crisis? As COVID-19 has spread, prescriptions for anti-anxiety medications have nearly doubled. Yet in a world consumed by worry, God has a purpose for anxiety. And that's the subject of a timely new book, The End of Anxiety, The Biblical Prescription for Overcoming Fear, Worry, and Panic. Written by pastor and biblical counselor Josh Weidman, it offers his personal prescription with practical steps and biblical answers for coping with stress and deepening trust and dependence on God. The End of Anxiety can help you find peace and joy in times of uncertainty, fear, and darkness. Our main goal as Christians is to glorify God in everything we do. And as the author opens his life and personal journey in this book, he shows how suffering, anxiety, and our mental battles can bring God the glory. The End of Anxiety, the biblical prescription for overcoming fear, worry, and panic. Available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. Learn more at endofanxiety.com. Hey, everybody, it's the captain here. Need a little more pep in your staff? Not eating enough of the right kind of foods? Not getting your daily requirement of fruits and vegetables either? Well, have I got a deal for you. It's called Balance of Nature and Fruits and Veggies. Now, for a limited time, you can save 35% at Balance of Nature. Just go to their website, balanceofnature.com. Use the product code RESULT or give them a call at 800-246-8751. To start feeling better, go to balanceofnature.com or give them a call at 800-246-8751. Use the product code RESULT, balanceofnature.com. Cornerstone Pros. Cornerstone is an essential service working to meet the needs of homeowners during this difficult time by following all CDC guidelines and taking extra protective steps on site. Cornerstone Pros employs only the best technicians. Each one has been background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify their skills before they ever step foot in your home. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. And the benefit of the trust is no probate, no guardianship, quick, easy, fast, efficient, and private documents. And uh, in this case, we provided for each of them for the rest of their life with some security factor there and also provide for their children. Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. 
Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, 877-943-9673. And I want to just tell you how much uh, it, it was interesting to hear the president uh, talking about, um, well, how we're going to be moving forward. But you see the hostility and um, you see how the reaction is by the press. But um, all in all in line uh, with the opportunity for us to just pray for our country and pray for this process. It's, it, it's very important, very, very important. And um, I want to share a couple of things as this morning uh, in my quiet time, just to kind of round things off this afternoon because this is our Faith Talk Hour. By the way, an announcement, just remember that I have completed all of uh, our counties that I'm going to be making recommendations for the election. Now, that includes Hillsborough County, uh, Pinellas, Pasco, Polk, Sarasota, and Manatee. But I want to tell you that uh, we're, we got a little bit of a backup uh, in, our, in our technical web department. Only two of those are posted online at letstalkfaith.com. And I know you're, you're, you're chomping at the bit uh, for those of you. The, only, the two that are listed are Hillsboro and Polk. The others have not been posted yet. But uh, I will tell you that uh, I will post those. Hopefully, maybe get a chance tonight. But if you will kind of keep an eye on my Facebook page, that's uh, Facebook at Bill Bunkley, all one word, Bill Bunkley. Uh, I will be posting those on my Facebook page. You can scroll down. But uh, Hillsborough and Polk, you can go see right now at letstalkfaith.com on the Bill Bunkley page. And I will be posting uh, Pinellas, Pasco, Sarasota, and Manatee. I'll post those on my Facebook page. I was kind of holding off for them to be published uh, at, the, at the station. But uh, uh, I know it's Tuesday, tomorrow's Wednesday. You all are really wanting to get these because of the early voting. So I will post those on my Facebook page. And uh, I'll reiterate that tomorrow while we're on the program. As we close out today, uh, just a thought that really sort of guided my day today, and it was from uh, reading from um, the work of Oswald Chambers. And, and, you know, we get up every day, and, and we get up and we ask ourselves, what is your purpose for us today? Well, Lord, I know you want me to do this. You want me to do that. And Oswald Chambers was talking about something that, that I really thought about throughout this day. Well, God, I know what the purpose is for your life. I know what the purpose is for my life. And I believe this. Do you know what God's real purpose is for your life? For you 
to simply, and it's not simple, but for you to simply be totally dependent on him. Whatever come our, whatever comes our way is our first reaction is, well, Lord, look at this. Talk to me, Jesus. Talk to me, Lord. Okay? But it's to be totally dependent on him and to be totally dependent on his power. Oftentimes we try to power through, we try to push through in in our own flesh. And that works a lot of the time. But sometimes it just leaves us wanting. And so as we look at this, I just want to make sure that every moment that when I start kind of drifting and thinking I got this or I'll take care of this, that's where that Holy Spirit talks to us and sort of brings us back in. And I got to tell you, I've been practicing this the last couple of days, that his will is for me, his will for you is to stay calm. In your situations. His will is for you to stay faithful. Within some sometimes very confusing situations. And his will is for you to be unconfused. Now you may be unconfused for the moment. Like when you you get a call about a loved one. And well before COVID you'd rush to the hospital. But now you, you really can't get in the hospital. But the idea is that we, we, we stay unconfused. We don't let Satan confuse us. We don't let Satan give us those messages in the flesh. We continue to be sold out to him, and we continue to be totally dependent upon him. And in this process, that is what glorifies God. And, you know, God is not always so interested in the outcome with us. He's interested in the process. As we're glorifying God, it is the process as we are, we are going through our sanctification through our lives. We, we glorify him as we go. It's not like getting to, the, getting to the promised land and then it's the glory and it's all the conclusion. No, 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 no. All that's taking place right now. Hey, thank you so much for being with us today. Be right back with you tomorrow at 3 o'clock on AM 570 and 910 at 3 o'clock. And we'll take you all the way to 6 o'clock hour. Till then, hey, got some Thunder Boomers out there. Stay safe. And I hope that uh, you have a lot of refreshment this evening. Spend some time with the Lord before you pillow your head. God bless and good night.